Welcome, welcome back to So Problematic. This is your girl, Cece. And Jay. And it's been a minute, but we're back and we're coming with another episode. We're technically not in the same area. No, girl, we are in a studio. We're in a studio. what is so crazy is that we've been talking about this ever Mm -hmm. since, like, what, part, our second year? I think our second year. Second anniversary. We we wanted to start then, Mm -hmm. but, you know, certain personal things went on yeah so, um but yeah we're here so this has been like a long time coming regardless regardless like us to like because we wanted to be like more in a professional studio with yes. their equipment and you mm-hmm. know being able to better like, sound yes yes i love it and we could focus more we're mm-hmm. like because when we're not in here we're like with we you get distracted very at home. easily because we we were recording at my home as y'all could see before yeah and i think that it was too many distractions like we was always either on the phone answering the phone because you you in the comfort of somebody like yes home. So yes. i think that we kind of got that distraction Structure. and now it's like, like we know we got to be focused it's business it's business yeah we pay for the hour okay so it's like bruh <laughs> we can't be lollygagging we gotta literally be like woo all right this topic that but topic definitely if y'all are in Fort Lauderdale. We just want to give him a shout out. This is definitely dope. Khaled um, from AV Club. Uh, his studio is really dope. Like, yes. it's really, really no, dope. Amazing. This, um, this I'm calling young man because, you know, he ain't old. This young man, <laughs> entrepreneur, this young entrepreneur. Yes. He really put his time, mm-hmm. money, and no, energy into this studio. And you guys, it shows. It shows. It shows. And yep. You know, we only rock with the best. So, therefore, like, I'm going to tell you, this is really, really the best. This is, this is dope. So, so yes. just so, saying. Once again, welcome back to So Problematic. This is your girl, Cece. And Jay. And we about to get into it. You know, we just had to do that disclaimer real quick. And I think today we're going to be talking about motherhood. Motherhood. Yeah, like the different <sighs> phases. We don't want to call them stages, but the different phases of motherhood that we deal with. Mm. It's a lot. It is a lot. It, really it was it is. was cute in the beginning. You know, I don't I don't even think it was cute in the beginning. Let me tell you why I say that. The, okay, let's get into it. Okay, let's let's get let's into, get into it. it. Okay, let's get so into that because the, the, what's the first stage? So the first stage of motherhood mm-hmm. is what they called chapter one or stage one, and it's the prenatal birth and the first three months. Now let mm. me tell y'all. Okay. The first three months. Pregnancy what? is amazing, you know, when it comes to the fact that you're 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 bringing forth life. That is a blessing. Yes. That's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. to bring forth life. Um, but nobody really prepares for you, prepares you for what your body goes through. No. And what you have to deal with. Mm-mm. And it's a lot. I think for me personally, mm-hmm. um, I got pregnant really fast. Like one, I would never say a slip up. One, you it know, it was a random. It was a random. Like y'all wasn't thinking about. Wasn't it. thinking about it. That, the one, no, exact. the one time wasn't a pullout. It was like, oh, you pregnant? It's like, okay. wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, dear God, <laughs> my goodness, like Father God. That one good time. The one non pullout, really? 
maybe just come that, that, that fast. Oh, my God. Like, and I feel bad for people who say they struggle with getting pregnant because yeah. it's like I feel for them. Yeah. You know, here I am, and I'm just like, <laughs> one non-pull out, and I got pregnant. No, for and real. for them, it's like they try. So I really do, first and foremost, to all the women out there trying to get pregnant yeah. or working on getting pregnant, mm-hmm. you know, praying for you. I really am. And my heart desire is that you do Same. have what your heart desire is. Same. Um, but no, same thing with me. Like, um, I have not, tr- you know, struggled with getting pregnant. Sometimes it comes a little too easy, and that's scary within itself. <laughs> so, who are you telling? Um, but yeah, like you know that that part, like especially if you're planning for it, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's two people coming together to have a person that represents both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the enjoyment part in the beginning, you know, getting pregnant, being pregnant, dealing with the different stages of how your belly grows, yes. the hormones. I don't like the hormones part now. You know what? Like, it was fun the first two days that I found out I was pregnant and, yeah. and telling people. Yeah. And then after that, it just went womp, womp, womp. Like, TMI, I was constipated. Like, horribly yes. constipated. Yes. And the constipation the brought on the, the heartburn, yep. the nauseousness. Mm-hmm. And I was constantly, like, if I were to eat something, mm-hmm. m- my daughter's father would literally look at me and be like, oh, you're just going to throw it back up. Yeah. And he would start seeing me literally be like, and it was coming up. But you know, the crazy instantly. part for me was I never threw up. I always gagged to the point of throwing up. Oh, wow. So I feel like that was the worst for me because it would never come out. Mm. And it was a struggle because I'm like, either either come out or leave me alone. alone. I had to, like, resign from my job because of that. Like, my oh, job really? was in Boca, and I lived in Margate. And because of the drive from Margate to Boca, I had to quit that job because mm. for two reasons. I was driving with a bag in my car to throw up on the way there and on the way back. Oh, my God. Because I, all of a sudden, you guys, I, before my daughter, I've taken trips. I've been on boats. I've been on yachts. I've been on airplanes. I've been in car drives. I've been everywhere. Never got motion sickness. Mm -mm. Get pregnant with this little girl. And Mm -mm. honestly, a 10-minute drive anywhere or anything I went on, I was going to throw up. I was instantly going to throw up. And it was so funny because my mom knew I was pregnant before I did. Really? Like, yes. I got off the plane in Texas. (laughs) And she's like, you look different. And I'm like, well... I did put on some weight, you know what I'm saying? That's all. Like, hold up. And she's looking at me, and she's like, that's not it. We went to the zoo the same day. Yeah. The San, San Antonio Zoo. And she's like, I said, you know what? I need a pickle. And oh, then she looks at my, at my ex-husband at the time, and she's like, he's like, she ain't never ate a damn pickle in her life. He's like, so I don't know what that's about. She looked at me. She side-eyed me. And then when I got back home and tested and it was positive, I said, Mom. And she's like, oh, girl, I've been knew you were pregnant. Oh, my God. You were sleeping every single day. Every day you were sleeping on that couch. You literally did nothing when you were here. You literally didn't want to do anything. You were eating pickles out the jar. You were very much, like, touchy when I was talking to you about, like, how things going and, like, you know, you. And I was like, well, moms, no. And she knew. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, pregnancy for me was, it was touchy because I also bled twice with Mackenzie so I thought I lost her twice and so for me I was telling myself this is it she's Mm -hmm. gone she's you know it was good while it lasted that was my my thought process at least I never saw her at least I never held her yeah but you see at the moment that's what I'm thinking because I'm trying to cope oh we think the worst yeah when you're pregnant I'm sorry but if you don't feel your child moving oh 
if like because you want to feel the movement. Yes, it's like it's like a it's like a, a like dislike because when they get bigger, you don't want to feel You're the like, movement because right, they kick it too hard. Calm down, girl. But no, yeah. seriously, we go through ups and downs and phases of concern while we're pregnant with them. Mm-hmm. What what we're eating. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're moving or not. God did we fall down? Oh it's yeah. Like, oof. You accidentally slip or something like that. You're paranoid. You're paranoid about everything. everything. Mm-hmm. You know? What if I get in a car accident? <gasps> what if I do this? You have. I think. I feel like you have the worst thoughts. When you're the pregnant. worst. I dreamt of so many things with this child. So yes. much things with this well, okay, child. Okay. So what was one of your worst dreams? Because, girl, mm. I fe- I dreamed that I fell out of a window while pregnant. Oh my. Yes. I dreamt, and this is so sad because there's some babies that are born like this and have to get that surgery. I dreamt at the time that, like, she had, like, when I gave birth to her, mm-hmm. that her heart was beating outside of her chest. Like, her, no. her organs were outside of her body. Oh, my God. And I had kept having that dream. So I kept calling my, my OB and saying, hey, I need another ultrasound. Need another. And she's like, Jaleesa, we've done the ultrasound, and her heart and everything is in her body. Oh, you my You see goodness. the skin over it. It's not going to pop out within a couple kids like that babies mm-hmm. like that you know what's outside before they come out yeah so you know it's gonna break yourself for the surgery yeah. but i had that was the biggest dream that one and to be honest with you guys i, was, I dreamt oh that Lord. i was a single mother i dreamt that i was yes yes and that's why wow. when it happened like this like i was very much like hurt by it like yeah. i kept telling myself is this what i dreamt did i dream myself into this mm-hmm. but i did dream that it was always me and Mackenzie by ourselves oh, and wow. it was never her dad in my dreams so that made me think like mm. but you know the time you're, you're not thinking you're not thinking you're that, not though. thinking divorce no. you're thinking oh just one of them crazy dreams people yeah. tell you about move I'm on jaleesa you, the worst dreams ever mm-hmm. so i think that um okay so when it came down to having the baby in the hospital how terrified were you i'm gonna be honest with you were you calm because i feel like i feel like there there was calmness but there was also like hyperventilations at some point babe i did the birthing <laughs> class i literally did the birthing class but y'all really? want to know something what? we went to every class but we were 30 minutes late for one class uh-huh. and as we walk into the class we hear okay and that concludes the portion of the oh c-section my God. don't tell me that you just like and we're like I did, I'm like, I never heard it. I never heard the C-section part, Floyd. I never heard it. I never heard it. Yo. Oh, my God. And he's like, he's like, don't worry. Don't worry. You're not going to get a C-section, so don't worry about it. Just focus on pushing the baby out. And I was like, you're right. You're right. So guess what, you guys? I tried to push this child out, and I ended up having a C-section. And let me tell oh you. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. <laughs> was I terrified? <laughs> Hell yeah. I was freaking terrified when Mackenzie wouldn't come down the little birth canal. Yeah. And she was chilling up there looking like, I ain't ready yet. After she's like a week after her freaking due date, she's like, I'm still not ready, y'all. So yeah. just pass the jerk chicken and the and the rice on peas. Yeah. Can not come out no time soon? And I was like, so what are we going to do? Yeah. The doctor's like, well, her heart rate is dropping. So what do you think we're going to do? I said, we're just going to keep pushing, you know, keep mm-hmm. pushing because she comes out. They're like, no, no. Get your pillow. Let's walk. I said, where are we walking to? Mm-hmm. Home? We're walking to the C-section. I said, no, no, no. I didn't sign up for a C-section. And that's the first decision you make as a mother yeah. is when you're in labor. Yeah. Because I had to decide, yep. was it more important for me to have this fancy of pushing my child out and she might come out as a stillborn baby? Mm-hmm. Or is it more important for me to just say, hey, 
cut me and it is what it is mm-hmm. and I'll have my baby healthy and so will I. And yep. I chose in that moment. And people say, oh, C-section's the easy way out. You're a damn lie. Because that, that recovery that, is what? not for the week. It is not for, for the, the week. week. And I said to her, I said, at the end of the day, what's important to me is holding my baby. Yeah. I wanted to see this baby and who she looked like. Yeah. I wanted to see my child. Yeah, so, I, I, I agree. For me, I think that I wanted to have another natural because you know that Jay was my first natural. But mm-hmm. he was he was a preemie. So I never fully experienced, like, the full-term birth pregnancy gotcha. and delivery. Because he came out early. Okay. So for this one, for Jacob, I was like, okay, so let's do this because the doctor kept telling me that he was he was 13 pounds and i was like i was like okay hold on hold on who finna push a 13 baby you were big as hell friend you were that belly was big yeah you kept feeding me i did i kept feeding her at work (laughs) i kept pushing that food in her mouth i was like woo. yes and i was like i was like no i'm not finna push no 13 pound baby out of my (laughs) hoo-ha no so, um, obviously, I still try, but I was, you know, like you said, it's your decision mm-hmm. that they say, okay, well, it's been it's been about 10 hours. Yeah, they like, tell you. <laughs> they, they like, I don't, I don't think he's coming because he right there, but he ain't coming. He ain't coming. You know, something was stopping him, which was the cord that was keeping mm. him back. So, I was like, you know what, I, I can't, nope, let's get the epidural. Let's go do the C-section. It is what it is. Yeah. You never really plan. because, you And don't. that's another thing, a part of that part of the being pregnant and being a mother is you have to make that decision because if plans don't go, work out the way, way it is, you got to be flexible. You got to be flexible for, you do. for your safety and for the, the safety Church of the child. child. And I get when people say, oh, trust your body. Your body knows. Yeah. But I also disagree with that. Okay. Because um, when women say trust your body, your body knows. And they say, well, you know, your body was made to do ch- child labor. I believe, yes, your body was. Your ch- your body was. God is amazing. He made your body to do this. Mm-hmm. However, sometimes things do happen. Yeah. And God gave men the mm-hmm. knowledge to know what to do when those changes need to be made. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so things like a C-section or things like um, epidurals or using a vacuum or a clamp, take the baby out of side of you. These are things mm-hmm. that God, I believe, is still in charge of. And he gave men the knowledge mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Because without the C-section, me pushing mm-hmm. a vaginal labor, my daughter would have been dead. Mm-hmm. Because little do I know, my pelvic bone was not moving. Yep. And and spare me the whole, what did you do in your, in your, in your pregnancy? I did not nothing. I did nothing. I was the most... Home, like homeopathic, all natural woman you can yeah, find in these you streets. Were. You really were. When it came to my my my, my, late, my whole pregnancy, mm-hmm. but life is what it is. And so, please, when people tell you their birth story, do not condemn, do not exactly. judge, because you don't know. Especially if you never had kids at all, because oh. you don't know, baby, oh, what no. your situation gonna be. I don't even listen to them type. Of people. Me neither, babes. I'd be like, mm, you oh, cute, yeah, you cute. Get pregnant, uh-huh. have baby, and talk to me later, big homie. Okay, because I don't want to hear it. Mm-mm. All right, so let's get let's get into. After after all of that, it's time to take the baby home. No. We getting into the first night with that child in your oh, face. Oh, friend. <laughs> you know what? You done carried it for nine months. Yep. You done labored with this child. Yep. And the child's out. I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all. But for me, <laughs> I looked at Mackenzie like this. Judge your mama. Judge your mama. This is her look. And she was this small too, y'all. My baby going to be five in a couple of weeks. And I'm, I'm like, ooh. But anyway, she's so, she's so emotional. I'm like, 
And she was this small. And I, I looked at her and I'm like, I said to the nurse, what do I do with it? What do I do with it? She's like, you got to no, beat it. I was like, what do I do with it? Like, it's just, it's staring at me. Oh, my God, friend. And I'm like, this is what I was carrying? Oh, my <laughs> Because God, I was in C-section, friend. so the pain was hitting me. And I was nauseous because the- And the they make you get up and start walking. Walking. Yep. So me and the pain medication, so I know now I cannot do morphine at all. Don't give me morphine after my C-section of my births because I do throw up. I was throwing up. I oh, was, it was bad. Wow. I was going in and out. Like, I would be like, yeah, did And I was, yeah, did it Mm-mm. And then they realized that my doctor came and said, hey, morphine got to go. Yeah. Give her something else. Yeah. So that's when they realized my body with morphine and coming down off of a spinal block mm-hmm. from a C-section, mm-hmm. they have to wean me down. They, yeah. Now we know that now because, you know, second baby. Yeah, future, second I know, baby, you got to you I know, know that hey, already. I, I did this horribly the first time. Don't okay. do that again. But I freaked the hell out. Oh, my God, friend. Because I'm like, I got to keep this I know, alive. I know you ain't look at that child and say. Yo, I got a picture of her on my, I'm going to post it for y'all. I have a picture of her on my thing like this, and I'm looking down like. What you supposed to do? Now what? Like, okay, she here. She cute and all. But. um, <laughs> She said she cute and all. <laughs> I'm hungry. And she's about to cry and yes, eat you now. Yes, no, no lie. You don't be worried about the baby no At more. All. You be hungry. You be hungry. You be ready to take a nap. Hey. You ready to get up at the hospital. Yo. Like, you don't be really concerned about the child. Like, the child here, okay, you did your job. Babe. Now it's time to eat. Can I have some chicken? Can I have some? some? <laughs> and the hospital food was good at, at Cold Spring Medical. And yes. I wasn't cooking it. And yep. I was just ordering it. Yep. And but the thing is, I never got food right away because I was, like I said, I was throwing up coming down. Oh yeah. So they were they, they put me so another twenty four hour was, hold. You was hungry, hungry, and I'm so sick of eating ice. That's babe, why, that's why babe. I don't sit here and eat ice no more. Like I'm telling they you, they already starved you. They already <laughs> starved you. Don't eat nothing before you come in. What the hell? No, babe, I gotta eat something. Yep. And if you did eat, oh, we can't, we can't do nothing because you might, and I get it, you might vomit, all right, and choke, okay, mm-hmm. Well, but in the it, moment. if it does happen, like. Can't y'all do something about it? Right. Exactly, I'll be like, myself. Like, are we in the hospital? We're in the hospital. Like, you that's what y'all here for, right? me, do something, <laughs> put a tube down there. But I'm just, <laughs> that's what you're thinking in the moment. You're like, I'm just I'm hungry. telling you, once the baby is out, y'all don't be thinking, we don't think about the baby. Like, it's okay, yeah, you do think about it, but you don't be thinking about it right there. Like, you be Yo, hungry. You're hungry. You're tired, you're hungry. You're tired, you're hungry. Don't, and everybody keep coming in the room. Go. Asking you all these questions you about okay, your mommy? health insurance. Time to learn mm-hmm. how to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to check your uh, t- your stuff. Or oh, here's the one that we got. Mackenzie starved for the first 12 hours of her life. Let me tell y'all right now. Why? Because you ain't got no milk? Babes, not that. Me forget for feed the picnic. No. The, the woman came in. They give Stop you a little it. piece of paper that says, um, Oh my God. You got to record when you feed them, when you gave them, like, you we know, got, change their diaper, part out. everything. No, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> because let's think about it. Newborns sleep, y'all. They yeah. sleep. Yeah. I never knew you had to wake them up to feed them. I didn't know that. None of us knew that. Her dad was like, oh, she's just sleeping and chilling. The oh nurse was like, oh, no, you got to wake it up. We were like, wake it up. No, oh it's, my it's God. sleeping. Let it sleep. They were like, no, I can't deal. take the clothes off and rub the butt and do all this stuff. And I had to wake her up and feed her. And Mackenzie latched and started like she was starving. I was like, ooh, so I did starve her for a little bit. But as you can see, she's five and kicking, but, y'all. But like I said, you be hungry. You be worried about you, right? Which feet, which child? I thought she was good because she was sleeping. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is easy. 
<laughs> then they were like, well, did you even feed the child? We were like, no. You ain't even feed the child. No, nah, 12, okay. 12 she, hours she, of her she's life. She's nice and healthy, just so they, y'all they know. Be. So if y'all that's do the same know. thing. She, she, they be healthy. They be fine. They be fine. They ain't going to stop. They ain't going to stop. No. That they, they'll be okay. Trust me, i tell you that. My child went without food for 12 hours for first time. So home. let's get back to this first night at the house. Yo. First of all, you put them in a little car seat. You're thinking, okay, drive slow. Uh-huh. Drive slow. Oh, every bump and, every, like, every turn. Yo, I was like, hey. You be telling your husband, like, slow hey, down. Take your and time. And he up there doing about 15 miles about per hour. 15 miles per hour. He's like, okay, okay, Jusa, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. Because the C-section hurt, too, because you're just like, mm. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That hurts, too. Mm. Yep. Mm. And I'm like, all right, you know, okay. We get her in the house, and I'm staring her in the car seat, and I'm like, Nope. Yeah. The nurses aren't here no more. The same nurses that got on your damn nerves in the beginning. Yeah. Now you're like, where, where's the nurse? Cause yes. You, still, you know. Because now the, you home alone. By yourself. By yourself with the child. Looking around stupid. Just like, like I know I, know I got to feed you. Yep. Got to change you. Yep. I can't bathe you yet too toughly. Mm-mm. But I'm going to pray for you though. You got to do the whole wipe down thing. The little wipe down look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to cry at like 2, 3 in the freaking morning. Because now it got a little sense. And you're like, oh. No, I know it ain't crying. Yes. And then I got I had to put a timer on for every two hours, literally for me. I had to put a timer on and feed the child. I would probably say Jacob was every three hours. Three hours? Yeah. I was every two. Every two. I was breastfeeding No, I've child. heard some people say every hour on the hour. Yeah, some people's every hour. I was like, mm-hmm, I'm praying for y'all. Mm-hmm. I did every two I until I can't do she that turned. again. No? No. I'm good. I'm going to leave that to y'all. No, I feel like I'm done. I ain't going to lie to y'all, but don't quote me <laughs> on that shit because I know I want to get one more out in my body, and that's it. I got I got room for one more in me. So when a man be like, I mm-hmm. see you having two of my kids, big homie, one more in me. I know you can't count, but I'm going to mm-hmm. help you. One more. One more in me. That's it. And you're lucky. You better, you better pray for twins because if it ain't the twins, it ain't coming out again. But I would definitely say the first newborn, like the first day all the way up to three months, is just learning, learning, your, learning the schedule. Yeah, you're learning your child. You learn your child, your child learn you. you. you know. It's survival mode. I feel like it's survival mode. That part is survival mode. Yeah, like you can't. It really yeah. is. Because, I mean, you, you ain't you ain't thinking about going out in the streets. You no. ain't thinking about your family or your friends. No. You ain't thinking about work. No. Especially if they gave you your um your leave. Your leave. No. So you ain't thinking about nothing else. You, you in survival mode. You trying to get back to who you was before you even brought this child into the world. Yeah. So I think that you're just trying to your a, hormones don't even regulate until yeah, after those three months. No, and speaking of your hormones don't get back to back to normal Mm-mm, for the whole first year. Literally for the whole first year. It really doesn't. Like I tell people, they're like, when do you feel like you got back to your you really became like back to who you were? I say to them, first and foremost, I will never be who I was before No, because I was a carefree wildflower. Like I was a wildflower. Um, mean not like wild in these streets wild but wildflower like you know i could get up and go yeah i was all about my life yeah but with Mackenzie, i felt like i got back to myself to be a hundred percent honest with you when she turned two okay and then after it's she, different for everybody yeah so yeah for when she, she she turned two i feel like i became myself again 60 percent okay and now that she's turning four and you know post-divorce and me finding out who I am truly who I am as an adult woman mm-hmm. I now can sit here and say I found myself completely yeah but okay. I feel like what I would tell mothers mm-hmm. is stop like I know now with my second child 
that I would give myself so much grace. Mm-hmm. Like y'all gonna get sick of my ass from the second child. I'll be like, mm, screw y'all. I'm I'm no, not grace for period. Real. No, for real. You know though. what I mean? I think that's very important because um Like how did you I, feel? So since I had two different experiences, mm-hmm. I'll talk I'll talk about my first experience. I was a single mother. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't have time to give myself grace. I didn't have time to figure out who I was. I mm-hmm. was I was a straight mother. That was mm-hmm. it. I didn't have time to do anything for myself. Yeah. So it was definitely survivor mode and just moving forward with whatever I, I can get my hands on to survive. Mm-hmm. Um and then my second experience was definitely my the after the first year is when I was like okay I'm back to me again. Got you. I okay. mean maybe like a year and a half total, yeah. but definitely it took a whole year. Like that whole year, I'm still emotional. I'm still dealing yeah. with my hormones going up and down. You you trying to regulate your body again? Mm-hmm. Your mindset is different. Like yeah. it's a whole different experience. Yeah. And you not you not the, you don't go back to the person you were before Mm-mm. having a baby. Because your body has just did a superhuman thing. thing. And even the look of your body is so different. Like, that was my hardest thing. Yeah. Was getting used to, like, my body being, I was always, like, it 10% body work. fat, nothing, like, nothing. Your mindset mm-hmm. has to be different. It mm-hmm. takes work to get back to just any normal sense for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like, I to me, I would tell y'all, don't rush it. Like no. she said, grace. And let yourself feel all the feelings that you have to feel. Yeah, let the dishes stay in the sink. Like, that's one thing I hated. Don't like, pressure I felt like yourself. I had to be a, a, yeah. a, a good wife. You still had to be like, a good wife, a good daughter, a, a yeah. friend, sister. Like, what? No. 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 Find yourself. how can you pour into everybody else if you're not pouring into yourself? So true. So I, I suggest just tell people no until you figure out where you are. Until your emotions come down or up or whatever they need to be. Because you go through. That's where um, depression come into. Yeah. Yeah. Because I did. I thought my postpartum depression was gone. Like um, when Mackenzie was two, I was like, oh, I'm back to normal again. And when the psychiatrist looked at me and said, you still got you're still in postpartum depression. And I said, but my daughter's two. Based on certain things that you probably were still talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's like. He's like, no, you've never dealt with it. He's like, what you did was that you pushed it to the back part of your mind. And he said that what happened is, you know, when I felt like I was coming back to being normal with her being two, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden was it, I want a divorce. And it was like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. I'm just becoming myself again. So with me feeling like I'm just becoming myself again and then being told, hey, divorce, Mm -hmm. it was like, what? Yeah. Like, and then part of me felt like, are you divorcing me because of my postpartum and the phase? The phases. And it's hard to say that because yeah. it, it, that's exactly how I felt in the beginning. Like, not now, you guys, yeah. but in the beginning because things he was saying, and I'm not judging him because, to be honest with you, he, he I, didn't know. I don't think he knew better. No. I don't think he knew what postpartum was. And I, th- I think that he figured that after two years, I should be done with it. But I will say really quick that it is definitely important that men should try to figure that out. Yes. Yes. And and I and I get it that it's Mm-mm. probably you yes. probably don't know what to say or what to ask or get how help. to feel. But if you if you're asking your person say, "Hey, how are you feeling today?" 
or is there anything that I can do for you? Not for the baby, but you got to ask what you can do for her because sometimes that does matter. Mm-hmm. Talking to her, speaking to her in that nature, she might be willing to be say, hey, I am dealing with a little depression today. Because I feel like when couples don't talk about that, women, we tend to carry that and hold yeah. that in. Because he said it. Like, one thing he said in, in one of our sessions was, he said, um, when I said, he said, I feel like you gave up on me. Like, you weren't even there for me. And I said, I couldn't be there for you when I'm struggling myself to be there for myself. Yeah. I said, I'm, I'm not even there for myself right now. And he's like, what do you mean? I feel like I've, I helped you with the postpartum depression. I'm like, help me. I'm like, sir, you made it worse. You made me worse than what yeah. I was. And then that's when we realized that a separation was needed. And the mm-hmm. therapist literally said to me, like, yeah, I think you def- you guys need to really understand what you're going through. I th- and I said, are you judging me yeah. right now? Are you wanting this divorce based off what is going on right now? Mm-hmm. And she even said, you can't go off of what's going on with her because you you saying that she lost herself in the marriage. Mm-hmm. She feels like she lost herself, period. Yeah. So it's like... I, my advice to men mm-hmm. would definitely be seek professional help on how to help her mm-hmm. because you might feel like you're helping her by doing some dishes. You're really not. It's not what you're doing something physically in the house. Mm-hmm. It's a mental state that she's dealing with. Yeah. So you have to get to the mental part of it. Yep. Even if it's, hey, babe, go to that therapist session, therapy session while I watch the kids. Mm-hmm. This is important for you. I need my wife to be okay. Mm-hmm. The, we, that's what she needs. Yep. She needs to know that that's she's still saying. a person outside yeah. of being a mother. Yep. Because now postpartum is you feeling like, dang, mm-hmm. like my life is done. I'm gone. My, mm-hmm. my freeness, my wildness, like me just being a woman mm-hmm. is gone. And we, it, we tend to lose ourselves. We do. So if we don't, if we can't find ourselves again, we're going to have, we're going to give off different types of vibes. Like mm-hmm. we're going to, we're going to give off like we're not happy when technically we are happy, but because we haven't dealt with that emotions and th- that mindset within ourselves, mm-hmm. it's giving off unhappiness. It's giving off depression. It's giving yeah. off that I'm in a place where I know I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. And I can't get out of it because nobody's around me to help me. To help me. So I'm, you surviving mentally. And a lot of families don't deal with it, right? Like when I brought it up mm-hmm. to my mom or people, they'll be like, Oh, definitely well, in our pray community. about it. Or they made me feel like, Snap out of it, girl. What are you talking about? You you got a beautiful baby, mm-hmm. a husband. I'm like, I'm not saying I'm ungrateful for what God gave me. Yeah. I, and I didn't understand. I said, it's not that. I said, I'm not understanding why I'm feeling like this. I should yeah. I should be happy. But my therapist that I see now says something to me. And she says, when she asks me, oh, how are you doing? I go straight into Mackenzie. And a way to tell that woman's going through a little postpartum depression, yeah. postpartum depression is she automatically turns into the kid. It's like nothing about her. And it's detrimental mm-hmm. that you really do turn the conversation around always to about her again. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, good for the baby. What about you? Mm-hmm. So these are some things we're going to highlight in that because that is a big thing with a baby from birth to three months. Yeah. You know, and then the next stage is what, three months? two three years oh yeah. my god we got to get into that we don't i think we should wait until kenzie turn five so you can feel it all yes that that three months to three years i don't been there already i'm already at 19 friend yo this is gonna be a two-part set we're gonna it's stop gonna be a two-part. we're gonna start from this three months to three years because i call those from three months to three years old is the savage years 
It is. The savage It really is. You know the term zero fucks given? (laughs) That's the title for three months to three years. That's going to be the title. I love it. Zero fucks given. I love it. Because, and we're going to stop at this stage, which is midway through. Because three months to three years, I thought my child was deaf. I thought my child was deaf. Girl, no. My child was totally different. My child was just real slick at the mouth. And I looked at him like, where you get that from? Really? Where you get that from? Who taught you that? Yo. Girl, I literally remember, half the time I be snapping my neck like, what What did you just say? True. <laughs> because remember, like, three months old to three years, they're learning how to walk. They're learning, they're crawling. They're literally learning yep. words. They're learning their, their personalities are coming in. It's a big little thing there. And yeah, it's the first, of, it's a lot of first happening mm-hmm. within those years. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I snapped my neck and I almost backhanded them. That's, that's what I'm saying. We got We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that one, okay? Yeah, that three months to three years old. Let me tell you, okay? That's the, that's the gap that I've literally said, I don't know if I'm having no more kids. And everybody kept saying, wait till she gets older than three. I mean, now Mackenzie's five. So now it's like, okay, I see what they mean by wait till she gets past that three mark. Oh, I think kids really show you who you were. Babes, I thought I was the most patient. <laughs> the most patient. I thought that I was like the most, I'm going to be the fun mom. And don't get it wrong, I am the fun mom. But I never knew I could sound like my mother. Yes. Jesus. Yes. We're going to get into that All one, of the Jimmy Akon words that come out every time. Mackenzie, who you, ta- you talk to? Oh, we had to. Oh, wait a So we'll get into that. Yes. Um, to be continued. To be continued for sure. Stages of motherhood. Stay three tuned. months to three years old. And on that note, friend. Bye. bye.